Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Wednesday, the 20th of September. Journal advice only, if it's advice at all. And a bit of a nothing session, as you've doubtless seen on Wall Street. Dow Jones down 107 points. That's 0.31%. NASDAQ down 0.23%. And S&P 500 down 0.22%. And Europe didn't do a lot either. A bit mixed on Europe. FTSE up a tiny touch. And the stock 600 index down down a tiny touch. Features overnight include a Canadian inflation number. You might think we shouldn't worry about Canada, but they have a very similar economy to our own and they are struggling with the rising oil price. And Canadian CPI up 4%. That's up from 3.3% last month and higher than the 3.8% expected. And even the core number, which cuts out oil and or energy and food, that was higher than expected as well, plus 4%. Consensus was plus 3.7%. On the back of that, the Canadian 10-year bond yield went up 12 basis points and it has fed the higher for longer theme and highlights what everybody is probably struggling with at the central bank level, which is a 30% rise in the oil price since July. So a bit of a hawkish Canadian lead on the Fed meeting tonight and lots of headlines about the Fed. Fed to hold rates steady but signal policy path in meeting this week. Fed set to hold interest rates but leave tightening in play. Fed contending with 30% rise in oil prices and so on. There is some optimism around. You've got a JP Morgan strategist today saying central banks should not be overly concerned by the run-up in crude, which they expect to fade as economies slow. And on the slowing economies front, there was a US housing starts number overnight. It hit a three-year low. Uh, Despite that, there was a rise in building permits. So mixed messages on the US housing market. Net result of all that was bond yields a bit on the hawkish side overnight following the Canadian lead. US 10-year bond yield up six basis points, two-year bond yield up 3.6 basis points, and the two-year bond yield is at its highest level since 2007. We've heard that before, 16-year high as oil price continues to pressure interest rates. The oil price overnight didn't do well, depends which one you look at. Brent up 0.1%, WTI down 0.27%, so no lead overnight. On the US market, Instacart listed and following the ARM IPO that jumped 20 was it 25% on debut same thing with Instacart up 43% on debut but only closed up 12% so the IPO market getting a little bit more fruity good for investment banks other headlines today OECD cuts its growth outlook for 2024 do we care about the OECD economists if they're any good they'd be working at Goldman Sachs surely PBOC People's Bank of China meets JP Morgan and Tesla to pledge business support. US national debt tops 33 trillion for the first time ever. Yellen says soft landing possible despite weather, not weather, despite the UAW strike. Just to make the point, the union of auto workers is on strike, been on strike since, was it Friday? Getting pushed out a little bit. Wage deals are of course inflationary and the fear is that after the union of auto workers manages to negotiate a pay deal that that will spread through the economy. So inflationary risk from this strike. We do, of course, have a Bank of England meeting coming up as well. They're expected to hike rates 25 basis points to 5.5%, and that is supposed to be one more and done. The Bank 
of Japan also has a meeting on Friday. Of course, some suggestions they're going to move away from ultra-loose policy, in other words, negative interest rates, although they are expected to leave rates on hold. Another comment from the European Central Bank will keep rates at 4% as long as necessary. In commodities, BHP down 0.7% in the US, Rio up 0.2% in the US. Iron ore price, depends which one you look at, but down a touch in the Singapore session. And the iron ore headlines include iron ore extends decline on higher domestic supply demand concerns. Chinese domestic iron ore supply at seven, sorry, up 7% year to date. Iron ore down 1.1%, still above 120 US dollars per tonne. In other commodities, not much going on. Saudi energy minister spoke yesterday, defense decision to extend oil cuts. Bank of America doubts sustainability of iron ore rally without steel price rise. Gold holds tight range with focus on Fed policy meeting. Copper slips ahead of Fed meeting as inventories build. Other observations this morning, lithium down another 1.62%. The lithium price continues to slide away. Not a lot of movement in big tech today. Biggest moves, Meta up 0.8%. US Steel had some good results, up 3.7%. Positive about the outlook for the second half. Metal prices mostly lower. US dollar index down a tiny touch. Aussie dollar sitting at 64.54. And that's about it. Basically, not a lot going on ahead of the Fed meeting tonight, but bond yields up on the back of the Canadian CPI numbers, which represent the dilemma facing all central banks, which is the oil price is pressuring headline inflation. On the diary today, we've got Westpac leading index. Not sure anyone takes any notes of those. We've got UK CPI numbers and the Fed meeting and a Bank of England meeting Thursday night. And the media today is full of the RBA minutes commentary. We covered that yesterday. They did what I think Powell will do tonight, which is remain prudently hawkish. We'll raise rates if necessary, if inflation remains stubbornly high. Otherwise, they're on track for inflation to drop into the target range over a prolonged period of time. So they remain data dependent. And that was a little bit, seems a little bit hawkish yesterday. There was just a chance, very small chance that the RBA followed the European Central Bank and called the top on interest rates. But absolutely no need to do that. No need for Powell to do that tonight. As I leave you, SPY futures down 16. That follows a 34-point fall yesterday, a 49-point fall the day before. We are losing all of last week's gains. Let's see what the Fed do tonight.